4: All right, uh, let's get it popping, Rob. And last night, uh, we finally got the World Series set. Uh, Of course, the Texas Rangers from the AL and the Arizona Diamondbacks, who beat the Philadelphia Phillies last night in Philadelphia, 4-2 to advance to the World Series. And um, Philadelphia, Rob, of course, had the home field advantage. They had been 6-0, and 6-0 going back to Philadelphia, up 3-2. So, if you're a Phillies fan, you had to feel great about your chances of at least getting one of those games. And, of course, they didn't. And uh, it was ugly. You know how Philly is, Rob. They, those fans will let you know when they are not happy, and they are not happy. And, Chris – Rightfully so. They have a
3: right to be unhappy of what happened. Remember, this team went to the World Series a year ago. Yep. People expected them to go back, especially uh, when they knocked off the Braves again. That was the team that was going to be in their way. Yep. And then the Diamondbacks, they blow game five, as you remember, right? They had a lead in that game, blew that. Still, people felt like you did. Like, they're coming home. All they got to do is win one of two. To me, Chris, this was a colossal choke job by the Philadelphia Phillies. And if people in Philadelphia want to boo them, be pissed, you know, let them have it, they have a right to do that. This team choked when it mattered most. Chris, mm. Mm. you remember in game two, they won 10 nothing. People were yeah. like, this series is over. They route. won the first two games. It's a rout. Oh, Diamondbacks can't compete with them, blah, 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 blah. Their their star hitters in the last two games at home
4: combined to go 3-for-36. Chris, 3-for-36. And, Rob, you and I have been talking about, okay, this is Bryce Harper's time. He's about to become a face of the league again. Didn't he go 0-for-7 in the last two games? Yep. And and Trey Turner 0-for-8. That's what, And Trey
3: Turner batted like 350 in the playoffs. Yep. But in yep. the biggest games, they did not come through. They didn't get blown out. This wasn't like in, in the, with the Astros, Chris. And, and I'm not giving them a pass. But they didn't play well at home all year. They had only won one home game during right. the postseason. They had a losing record at home during the regular year. Philly, went, like you said, was 6-0 and at home and looked like a machine. There's yep. no way that they can come back home. And I'm not. we're not discounting what the D-backs did, Chris. They're a
4: good young team and, you know, more well, power you gotta, to them. You, you do have to say this, Rob, and this just adds to everything you're saying. The D-backs, along with Miami, had the worst record of anybody in the playoffs. Right. So, that I mean, I, I, we know Philly didn't, you know, run through the regular season and have the best record, but Arizona had the worst. 84 wins. And you I we get anything can happen in baseball in the playoffs, but still that just makes it even worse, right? It does. It's like losing to an eighth seed or something. <laughs> you and, know?
3: And, and and you know, I, I get it. Bryce Harper's taking responsibility, which I'm not surprised, Chris, because that's what that's his makeup. He's a but, good guy. But I mean, yeah, he is. Good. But but what a choke job. I mean, you cannot a chance to go back to back to the World Series and this could have been your year to finally win it. And you have a three to two lead, you come home, you gotta win one game, right? And you can't get it done.
4: Yeah, it was a mess. It was a and, and I, I gotta be honest, I don't know what else you could call it. And we I mean, you can call the Houston, you know, losing their two at home if you want the choke job, but like you said, and that's fine. I mean, if that's what somebody wants to call it, fine. But Philly had played well at home, not only in the postseason, but the regular season. Astros, of course, didn't. And this was I don't know what else you could call this, Rob, but a choke job. Right. Like you Uh, said, when the when your best hitters who were raking Raking. They were hitting home runs
3: left and right. They were doing big time hits, all kinds of stuff.
4: And then to go out now with a whimper. going to go cold? Absolutely. Nah, that's that's what this is. And um, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. All yeah, right, we're going to throw it. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I want if somebody just says they lost to the better team and this wasn't a choke it job, wasn't, I want to hear from you. I mean, you. look,
4: like you said, let's give Arizona credit. I love their speed, the way they play. I mean, they're, they're exciting. They're fun. And like you said, they're a young, hot team. Um, but... You cannot tell me the Phillies lost to the better team. I'm sorry. Right.
3: right, I'm with you. I, I, can't, I can't buy it. I, I can't buy it. They choked this down. And Philly fans, you know this, Chris. You have a window. Last year they went. It was another opportunity. Yeah. There yeah. ain't no guarantee. You think the Braves and Dodgers and Mets every year are not going to be making a, 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 a viable uh, chance right. to go to the playoffs and come out of the NL? I right.
4: mean, this was your window. Well, and Bryce, and we again, we've talked about Bryce. We thought this would be the year he'd get it. And, Rob, we've said it before, in baseball, it's a little different. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if Barry Bonds had won a ring, but, you know, nobody really kills him because he didn't. We get that baseball is, you know, you need pitching. You need pitching. You need so you other, need other stuff. You need right. other guys to hit. Right. But, Rob, the fact that when he left Washington – That they did win. And we're not saying blaming him. But you know what I mean? That, to me, that adds a little something to, like, he needs to get one. No, there's no doubt. Because that's the way it looks. They didn't need
3: him to win. And now to have this happen. they,
4: they offered him that, you know, the big money was there and everything. And he left. And they go ahead and win a championship without him. And now here he is failing to deliver uh, on the big stage once again.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All
0: happening in only one place, This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast
4: with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League
1: Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
0: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
1: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or...
4: For the time being, we're going NBA. We've talked baseball. We've talked football. We are going to the NBA. And last night, Rob, you had two really, um, I mean, the NBA, I will say this, these opening games, there are a lot of storylines, which is great. Um, So last night, of course, the defending world champion, Denver Nuggets, host the Los Angeles Lakers, star-studded Lakers of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Denver, of course, swept Los Angeles in the Western Conference Finals a year ago and had talked some smack, mainly coach Michael Malone. He had been called the Lakers' daddy at the championship parade. He had a history with LeBron because he coached him in Cleveland as an assistant. On and on and on and on. Anthony Davis says that, he and LeBron talked about all the trash talk coming out of Colorado, and they were ready for it. And then the game starts. And, man, Anthony Davis robbed first half in one sense. I'll say in one sense looked like he was all that. 17 first half points. Going to the hole, Scoring. He only had one rebound. That's why I said on one hand. In one sense, he looked great. But still, the 17 points, you like that. Rob, second half. Anthony Davis, smack dab in the middle of his prime. One of the absolute best players in the league. Top 75 all time. History of the game. Scoreless. Scoreless. almost impossible
3: you hear me almost impossible you could have a bad game get a couple free throws you could tell me you didn't get a basket but you had three points Chris at the at the free throw line (laughs) seriously to get a goose egg in the second half for a guy of that talent and that caliber that's that's something else that ain't about basketball. That, that's got to no, be it's more. Not. That's, it's not. Chris, that's about hard or something. That can't be about basketball. You can't tell me Anthony Davis can't get a basket or can't get fouled and make three free throws or whatever it is. One free
4: throw. Something. Chris, in the second half, that's mind-boggling. No, it, it is. and, and Well, I'll, I'll say this. It's sad and should not happen. And I won't say it's mind-boggling, and I'm guessing you're going to agree with me on this, Rob. How much more evidence do we need? This is who Anthony Davis is. Now, the zero points, okay, that's a little uh, beyond the pale. But how many times have we seen Anthony Davis, whether it's a half or a game, just not show up? And and look, 17 points, eight rebounds, what he ended up with. You know, some guys would die for that. But we are talking about a player. I mentioned it, top 75 all time, right in his prime, one of the best players in the league. And, Rob, I have just accepted. Still a great player. Nobody's saying he's not. But I have accepted, Rob, and you know there are levels to everything. Unlike the ultra, ultra, ultra elite, the Nikola Jokic's, the Giannis Antetokounmpo's, the LeBron James, certainly in his prime, largely even now, Steph Curry's and Luka Doncic, unlike them, Anthony Davis cannot be counted on to give you 90% or more of his ability or potential night in and night out. That's sad. I'm not saying every night you're at your best. But Rob, am I wrong? The greats, the real 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 greats, they generally give you 85-90% of produ- of their production every night. And AD just doesn't do it. And I've accepted that. It's sad, Rob, but it's true. That at 38 years old, about to turn 39 in a two months, LeBron James is still the Lakers' best player, I believe. And,
3: that, and that's a sad statement because we thought that Anthony Davis, after that championship in the bubble, Chris, yep. remember he made big shots. He played big. We thought, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is it. He's got his championship in his back yep. pocket. Nobody could take it away from him. All he's got to do is go out and play ball. That's it. That's pressure it. There's was no, off. pressure was off. You're not going to be this big guy who never won anything. You won. And what and what have we gotten? Like that to start the season. A little season? bit of a decrease. Can you imagine be being uh Genie bust? And Rob Palinka knowing this, you cashed this guy out all season. Seriously. Well,
4: look, I mean, no, there I, are not, guys, I, You know I, that, I, right? I get like, it, he's Chris. he ain't the worst player making that kind of money. By no, no, no. You I'm just saying, I mean. like
3: I can't expect a goose egg. I, I, when I, when you, you know what? When I realized it, when you said it last night, when the game was about to end, you remember I was saying I picked the game, I picked the Nuggets and whatever, and you were saying you gave the the total, and you said Anthony Davis had 17 points, and I said. Seventeen. He had seventeen in the first half, right? You know what I mean. Like when right. you mentioned that, it, it it clicked. I was like, "How do you have 17? He had he had seventeen in the first half, and then you know when I'm reading the story, Chris, and we got off the, I'm like scoreless in the second yep. half.
4: Wow. Oh for six from the floor. Now look, I'm going to because I've accepted that that's who AD is, and you're gonna have nights like that, Rob. We saw it against Denver in the conference finals. Great first game. Struggled. I, I think he was four for uh, 15 or something in the second game. I'll get the exact numbers soon. But um, great third game. And, and, he, you know, he's a versatile guy, so he, he put up decent numbers elsewhere in that series. But scoring-wise, he was on-off, on-off. Here it is. Game one, 40 points. 14 for 23 against Denver even though they lost. Next game, 18-14, nice line, but shot 4 for 15, Rob. Next game 28 and 18, 11 for 18 from the field. Awesome. Next game, game 4, the final game, 21 and 14, nice, but 6 of 15 from the floor. Right. And 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 he's a big. That's like a big, of course occasionally everybody has off nights. But a big should not have a 40% shooting night, a 27% shooting night within a stretch of four games, especially in important games like that. You're a big, you're near the hoop. Now, I'm gonna say this, Rob. I, I'm gonna, and Rob G will probably like this if he hadn't, he, he may have heard me say it earlier. I'm gonna try to, I, I think there is a positive regarding Anthony Davis coming out of last night's game, Rob. And I and I really mean this. If you look at his shot chart, and obviously watch the game. He was attacking the rim. He only took two threes, which I think he should only take two to three a game. Darvin so was two threes. Six. Had, I don't know what about the heck. He, how Dar- many did Darman he have, Chris? About. Two in the first half, or or two or two total. I, I we, he took two total. Oh, two. So he was total, okay, one for okay. two from three, and he only took four mid-range jumpers. So overall. He only took six shots outside of the paint. Rob, he took 11 of his 17 shots in the paint, essentially right at the rim. Not in the paint near the elbow, in the paint below the dotted line and basically at the rim. You know what? I love that. If he had missed seven mid-range jumpers and four threes, I would be really salty. But I can live with him missing driving layups because, one, he's not going to do that most of the time. He's going to make those No, you got, if you're and going two, to the basket, Jokic, I can accept that. Right, I, I, and Jokic is there. And I know Jokic isn't a high flyer. Is a, you know, that's the, the, by, certainly not that. But he's not a leaper. He's not athletic in that sense. He's a tippy-toe. he's toe big. A tippy-toe. Right, but he's huge. And he's he's smart, and he knows how to position. So I think that affected AD. You ain't facing that every night. And so I will say that. I can live with AD going to the rim, and you're just missing some bunnies. Okay. Because most nights he's going to hit those, Rob. I want AD to keep attacking. Keep attacking. Don't just settle. You're going to take some jumpers, of course. You can hit some. But don't settle all night for the jump shot or the three. Get to the rim. And more often than not, Rob, it'll pay dividends for it.
3: No, I, I'm with you on that. And if it was all perimeter stuff and he's oh jacking up threes, then you got to have a different conversation yep. with you. Yep. But, but but still, for him to just have six shots in the second half, Chris, and and I mean, like, I'm sorry. I, and, and, and this is – Chris, did you play point guard? What position did you play? Point, you, yeah. point. This is what I don't understand. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like a whole game could go. If I'm the point guard and my big fella Chris hadn't scored, we go, dude, get down there, right? I'm, the, I'm, you're gonna get a bucket. Right. I'm not gonna let a quarter. Do you know what I'm saying? As the point guard, no, right? I hear you, Chris. Hear you. That's, Chris that's, that's not Angela that hard. Russell. Right? Like, like seriously, I'm going to – dude, this play is for you. We got to get right. you going. We're not going to win here against Jokic if you don't have any points. It's not going to happen. Look,
4: you're absolutely right. Um, and here's what happened, Rob. He was 0 for 5 in the third quarter. So that means he only took one shot in the fourth. And you – I don't know if you've met AD or anything, but AD is a nice guy. No, Ad I, yeah, is a soft spoken, you know, yeah, easygoing. Right? Yeah. He's not one of the. I. I wouldn't say he's a type A personality. You know, he's not a takeover guy, and I'm going to be the center of attention and all that. And that, to me, that's where you miss five shots in a quarter, and you're like, "It's." I just don't have it tonight. It's not me. I'm, I'm going to help. I'm going to feed the other guys. I'm going to get the other guys going because I, I. I tonight I'm a little off. I need AD, and hopefully LeBron. And for Lakers fans, hopefully LeBron and or Darvin Ham will sit him down. Right? And they pro- i am guessing they've said this to him before. But what they got to say to him, Rob, is look, dude, if you're 0 for 20, you need to keep shooting because you're our guy, right? And, I and get then, a nice and he... guy is like, ah, oh, let me get everybody else. In a dog is like, I'm, I'm. Rob, how many times have you seen heard players say, "I know, I believe the next one's going in." Right, and you, and you have to understand, if you're him and his teammate,
3: dude, we can't win with you with that. Right. that. We're not going to win, so we can't go elsewhere. We can't. Right. You're, we right. Gotta give, we got to get points from you. And, and to, to, as you said, five shots in the third quarter and one in the fourth, they didn't get blown out by five, 40 no. points where he didn't no. play.
4: Come on, that's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That tells me, Rod, he was just like, it ain't my night. And the the big scores, the dogs, they don't have that mentality. they like,
2: I'm going to keep putting it up. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
2: the big deal
4: is Victor Wimbanyama, who you referenced earlier—the seven foot, I, we'll call him seven foot four inch, uh, number one draft pick of the San Antonio Spurs. He's from France. He is making his debut tonight uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. I, I, I forgot who they even playing. Who they playing uh Rob G? Uh, they they play playing the Mavericks. The Ma- that's right, Luke and Kyrie. I bet on that game, right? That's right. Yeah, so Luke and Kyrie, I mean, two stars in their own right, of course. But um, this is Rob. This is a guy that some scouts, and we talked about it months ago, were saying is the best prospect in American sports history. Obviously, that would include the NBA. That would include Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That would include LeBron James. Those two, I I would say – were the best prospects in the history of the sport. And they both, of course, lived up to their billing. So um, what are you expecting tonight from Victor Wynn Banyama? I, I was at LeBron's first game. I covered it for the New York Times. Remember, Robbie, was straight out of high school. Yep. He had not played particularly well in the preseason. I mean, he wasn't, you know, horrific where you were like, oh, my gosh. But and he was good. He was fine. He was good, but he wasn't. You know, he didn't take the preseason by storm. And then his first game ever against a Sacramento team that was a contender back then. They if had I Pager remember Story correctly, Hockey. he didn't play that well, right? In his debut, no, he was fantastic. Was he? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. What was it? What? It was. Remember, the they had Chris Webber, Mike Bibby, Pasia. Like that was a great Sacramento team. I don't Rob, remember his twenty-five all. points. Okay. 12 for 20 shooting, which is great. Yep. Nine assists, six rebounds, and four steals. And they lost and he was by awesome. 20. Uh they what was the score of that game? Because he was awesome. I don't care what they lost by no, no, 14. No. Yeah, okay. yeah, they lost just, by 14. I, I talked just, to Larry Bird the next day and did a story on it. And he said, if this guy he said he said if this guy is not a f- certified Hall of Famer within five years, something's gone wrong. He said LeBron James was the only player he had ever seen who he thought could have went to the NBA after his junior year in high school. Hmm. And so, obviously, well, but, like I said, he, LeBron's yeah. lived up to the billing.
3: And the big thing, obviously, LeBron, his, his size was enormous. I, I always tell you the story, the time that I met LeBron, before he got in the league, when he was in high school, uh, at the Palace you know, behind the uh, stands, Chris, you know, right? and I just could not get over his size. I looked at him, I looked at him, it was just me, him, and World Wide West, just the three right. of us, and it was just he, World Wide West uh, was introducing me to him, right. you know, that's really what it was, hey, you should know this guy, blah, 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 and I just met him or whatever, and I just looked at him, and I looked at his, I was in awe. Now nah, he was how, I mean, he's how bigger. big he was. Right? Yeah, and he got big. But I'm just saying course. as a but high school yeah, he was, for a high right. school guy.
4: He was a that he was great size as a rookie, you know. And Rob, LeBron's the only guy to come straight into the league out of high school and get busy right away. He averaged 20. No one else. There's been guys, Kyrie played well after one year at Duke. Paolo Bancaro played well after one year at Duke. And there have been a few others, but no one else has come, unless I'm missing, Kobe wasn't fantastic early on. What about Moses Malone when he came out of high school? Moses went to the ABA and played pretty well. Right. But no one's done what, LeBron, Rob G, am I missing somebody? Um, McGrady was, you know. It usually took him a little while, and LeBron was great right away. But what, what do you expect tonight, Rob, from Wimbanyama? You want me to give you his numbers from the preseason? Yeah, give it to me. Because they were eye-popping. Okay, in 21 minutes, okay, he only played 21 minutes a game in the preseason. He averaged 19.3 points, 2.7 rebounds, did or 2.7 blocks. Didn't rebound well, only averaged about five rebounds. Um, but check this out, Rob. He played 83 minutes in the four games. In those 83 minutes, San Antonio's defensive rating was 102.1. Here's some perspective on that. The Cavaliers last year led the NBA in defensive rating at 110.6. All right. Offensively, in the 83 minutes that he was on the floor, the – Offensive rating for the Spurs was one twenty three point four. Again, perspective. Sacramento led the league last year with an offensive rating of one nineteen point four, which was was that Rob G and all t- the all time high. So that that was an all time break. So again, just a little perspective, but he. When the 83 minutes of the preseason, now some of this is against backups, of course, the Spurs had oh, the highest offensive rating in the history of basketball. So I'm not predicting him making the playoffs this year, but he played well in the preseason. Let's just put it that way. So what are you expecting? Tonight?
3: Yeah, I'm expecting about 20 points, a little higher. What do you have, 19? So I'll expect about 20, Chris. I'll say 20. Eight rebounds
4: and two blocks. That's wow. what I would look at
3: for his first.
4: I'm gonna say I I my prediction is 26 points, seven rebounds, and four blocks. 26, seven, and four. Rob Paul Pierce, who's now on. Uh, I don't know if he's permanently on Undisputed, but I, I'm assuming so. But he's gonna be. He's on there talking basketball with Skip Bayless. On FS1. Um, he and Kevin Garnett were talking on the podcast recently. And wait till you hear what they said about Banyama. Right now, today, Wimby is one of the top five skilled players in the NBA. I said it right now. Right now, I'm as
3: not, of today. I'm not even
4: barking on that. Top five most skilled players in the league
3: right now. I'm not even barking on that. You know why I'm saying that? It's because <laughs> a lot of people don't understand that when you're seven five
4: and can do what KD do, stop. Man, you can stop. do it. you can do with Ante can to do. Stop. Man. You can Ooh. do what Anthony Davis can do. Stop. You can do what MB. Man, he's one of the top five most skilled players.
0: Listen, the Spurs should make the playoffs.
3: That's some high praise, Rob. Yeah, that uh way high. But I'm not surprised. Oftentimes, <laughs> guys who are, you know, just a prisoner of the moment and they to 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 automatically say, he, without giving me the other four and telling me who you're leaving out of that
4: top five of skilled players, you know, I, and that's fine. Well, there's no way I think he's a top five skilled no, player. No, I know, but that's what I'm five, saying. Chris. Well, over five point guards who would be more skilled, skilled you know, like than he is. You're right, just talking about skill, right? Now, if you want to say skill, as a big man seven for footers, seven quarter. Yeah, right? Man or that's what I,
3: sure. That's what I'm saying, and and of course. You know, it's always the the -the over-the-top analysis and everybody. And then you go back uh, to people and some of these guys later on and they don't remember what they said or, you know what I mean, or (laughs) they have amnesia all of a sudden. I just think you got to be careful. I think people lose credibility when they're just so quick to crown people. And he could be Chris. There's no reason for me to believe that he's not going to be a star. I'm not predicting that. But I don't know where he really fits in. Not yet, and it's like anything, you know. Like, uh, what's his endurance? Uh, dribbling the basketball and being out on the perimeter that much—is he going to be injury prone? Is this going to like? I, there's a lot of stuff that that has to happen for him to be that guy. That's all I'm saying, and I think you got to be real careful. What you could say is, yeah, I like what I've seen so far. This guy has. You know, the sky's the limit, you know, if he stays healthy and he continues to develop
4: and get stronger, the guy's as big as a pencil, you know? Yeah, I think you can talk. I mean, you can say, if you see some things, I mean, you can, you know, you can say more than that to me. Like, I, I my two main concerns, and this one isn't even really a concern, but it's just something we have to throw out there because of his size, Rob. Injuries. Right? You just hope that he doesn't have injury problems. And for the most part, he's been hurt here and there, like most players. But he has not had injury problems and injury history or anything like that. Nothing chronic because of his size or anything. So that's great. My second concern, Rob, and obviously Greg Popovich is a phenomenal coach. Arguably the greatest to ever do it in basketball. There's no doubt. But, Rob, let the man play. I do not want to see this dude load managed. I want to see him playing 35 minutes at least tonight, Rob. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, the dude is 19 years old. Like, right, and they'll play him like let 22, him play. Right. Man, if they do that, I'm going to be so upset. And I'm going to be honest, if they were to do that, like, and I don't mean just tonight, really, it could be just tonight. But if, if it was a pattern of that, they deserve a call from the league office. If I'm Adam Silver, I'm calling up Greg Popovich or whoever and be like, "What are you doing? Play this young man." I mean, if he's hurt fine. But this guy is healthy. Le- LeBron James and I get it. He wasn't 7-4. But he averaged 40 minutes a game almost, like 39.8 as a kid out of high school his first year, played 79 games. Tim Duncan in the Spurs organization averaged 39 minutes a game over his first six years and played all but nine games. He only missed nine games, Rob, in those first six years he played for the Spurs. So they weren't even doing this early, you know, a couple decades ago. And then they started low managing guys. And Kawhi Leonard kind of was low managed from the get-go. And look at his injury history. That dude can't get through a season. And so let this guy play, Rob. Sometimes, obviously, you nobody wants to see him get hurt, but it's a risk in every sport. Let the guy play, and that's one thing I is a concern. If, if they're going to low manage him to death, so yeah, um, I, I'm
3: with you. I'm sure right? a lot of a lot of fans, um, just want to let the kid play. He's a, he's a kid. Like you sh- you shouldn't have to baby him. Let him play. If there's an injury or there's some some something you want to take a, a be cautious with, but there's nothing. You said it. There's nothing in his history to not say that the guy can not go out and play 30 minutes or 32 minutes or 35 minutes. What is he's he's in the prime of his life, the kid. Rob,
4: have you watched any of the preseason like seen much I've of him? I've just seen the highlights. You've seen highlights. Rob, he looks like Something from another world. I mean, it's unlike anything we've seen. And Chet Holmgren, I remember seeing him in high school. He's what 7'2. He plays for the, the uh Thunder, and he's a he's a good player. I, I like Holmgren a lot. Um he was unique. It was like wow, they got this seven two kid handling the ball. You know, he's from America and all that, and and he, he he's a very good prospect. Victor Wimbayama is like that on steroids. Like, he's more skilled than Chet, I believe. He's bigger than Chet. Like, he, he's Chet, you know, 2.0, uh, you know. And so, Rob, I, this dude could be phenomenal. If his man body, and he's still got to grow into that, of course. If his man body is anything near Giannis's man body, it's over. It's over. Now his man body might be like a Kevin Durant, you know, where you you stay thin and you never get to be a really big guy. And that would be fine too. But if it's like Giannis's or close, it's over. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt
0: Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? work.